Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Internet. Today is July the 14th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, lead off segment for this episode is entitled um, Only Conference Games for Power 5 Teams uh, Good or Bad uh, Not all conferences have went to conference only games yet um, The Pac-12 and the Big 10 Are the only ones to do so Um I I don't know. I mean, it's certainly going to be good for the Pac-12 and the Big Ten because Ohio State will pretty much roll through that conference and um, get back to the Final Four or the um, college football playoff. The Big, I mean, the uh, Pac-12. Um, there's really not a dominant team out there. They always beat up on each other anyway. So I don't think it really helps them to go to all conference games. Um, but I, I think it's it's trending towards no football this season. Um, when you start talking about uh, conference only games. Um, I guess they're doing that because they don't want to play in the South. I mean, the Sun Belt is pretty much being hit hard by this uh coronavirus um and like i've said on previous episodes i don't know if playing football or any sports for that matter is a real practical thing right now um or really important thing but if they're going to have it um you have to do it um cautiously um you have to do it the right way and you know, you have to social distance and do all of that stuff. And, you know, do do players wear PPE equipment on the sidelines? I mean, I mean, it's just a whole bunch of questions. Um, but um, the um, second segment of this episode pretty much. Uh, I pretty, I pretty much always, I, I pretty much, I, um, I can't even talk today. Excuse me. I've already segued into it and it's entitled who has the easiest slash hardest road to the college football playoff with conference only games and pretty much Ohio state. And, you know, if a pac 12 team can emerge, I mean, if the big 12 goes to that, um, you would say you would have to say Oklahoma. Their only real obstacle is Texas. Um, but definitely or Clemson. I'm 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 somehow forgetting Clemson in the ACC. That's going to be a cakewalk for them. Um, the hardest road is obviously going to be the SEC, and I would think Alabama is pretty much the favorite now since LSU sent all those players to the NFL earlier this year. 
Um, so if if it stays conference only games, I'm I'm gonna say Ohio State, Oklahoma, Alabama, and Clemson once again in the college football playoff. Um, I don't see a Pac-12 team getting in there. Um, Oregon has a lot of young defensive talent, but they haven't arrived yet. Um, so, and virtually the group of five have no shot at the college football playoff because they're not going to play any group of five teams. This is why I say that the group of five should have their own playoff. Because you never know when a situation like this might arise and then the power five just cuts everybody off. But I kind of like it because it's going to force these uh, so-called elite teams to play some some decent teams every week and not play the Citadel or uh, Samford or uh, Western Kentucky or whoever. I'm I'm not bagging on any of the schools, but I'm just saying, you know, I don't want to see Clemson playing the Citadel or Alabama playing, you know, Alabama State or whoever, you know. Um, I want to see quality football, and if Power Five only plays Power Five, I'm cool with that. You know, Nick Saban suggested that a few years ago. Um, so let me know what you think about the uh, first two segments. Moving on to the third segment, which is entitled, Should James Blackman stay and develop if he has a breakout year? Uh... I mean, it's not really my place to say if he should stay or go, but just in my opinion, I think he he got he has a long way to go in terms of being a, a NFL quarterback. He has the arm strength, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not calling the kid dumb, but he 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 makes bone some boneheaded plays out there at times. Um, do I think he can be an NFL quarterback? Of course, but I just think he needs a little bit more work. It's, it's obvious to me that he doesn't study film on a regular basis. Like this is not like a passion of his, in my opinion now, because with that elite arm that he has, if the, if the cerebral, and this is just talking football, not life. If the cerebral can catch up with the arm, you've got a good quarterback. You've got a potentially great quarterback. Um, if that could ever happen. Um, like I've said many times on this podcast, you have to get the ball out of his hands quickly. You can't. He's not at the point where he can diagnose defenses. Um, not to the level that, you know, say a Jameis Winston could do. You, you know, he could sit back there and pick people apart. He's not at that point yet. 
And it took it took Jameis Winston. He 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 got it done his uh what red shirt freshman year. But he he didn't see the field that whole year. He just took a whole year basically to study the offense. And he just came out there guns a blazing his first year on the field where as James Blackman was thrown into the fire almost immediately. But this offense that Norvell runs is similar to the one Jimbo Fisher ran before he went to Texas A&M. And, um, to, I mean, basically to answer the question, just in my opinion, I'm not trying to tell him what to do, but I think he should stay and develop. Um, but you, you just never know what financial situation he might be in or his family might be in so he's got to do what's best for him so let me know what you think about that segment if next segment is entitled if used correctly the defense could be awesome yeah they could be but i mean you have an overload at defensive back um which is a good thing you have an overload at linebacker, which is a great thing because we've been linebacker depleted for the last couple years. I mean, good quality linebackers. We got some good quality linebackers now. And then the recent additions of defensive linemen via transfer. Um, I think this unit could be a top 10 defense in the nation. I really feel that way. Um you know, is is he said it's a four three hybrid, which is basically a four two five. I um I'm predicting Nasruddin is gonna be that hybrid. Um and then you have to get a rotation going. Um I think Brandon Gant Number 44, he can he can back up Nazaldine. You got to figure out what you're going to do with Amari Gaynor. Because um, I'm pretty much saying that Emmett Rice is going to be a starter. And he's an outside linebacker. Then I think you'll probably put Jaleel McCray at middle linebacker. So is Amari Gaynor going to back up Emmett Rice? I think Amari Gaynor is a starter. Um, he needs to work on his pass coverage, but he's a pretty good football player. I don't think he's somebody that you can leave off the field. Um, defensive line-wise, I, I like that you've added more players and you have some sort of rotation. Before Willie Taggart got fired, he had a lot of uh, outside linebacker, uh, you know, tweeners on this team I don't know what you do with those guys um so Fuller the defensive coordinator he's got his hands uh, you know he's got some decisions to make about how he wants to uh run the defense can can Jaden Lars would be um you know come back and be something special um Where's where's Marvin Wilson's head at? Is he's going does he have a dominate type mindset coming back for his senior year? Um 
You know, can Emmett Rice pick up where he left off? A lot of, lot of questions. Um, so, um, the defense can be very good. You've got some pieces there. Um, so, we'll just have to see what happens, man. Um, Last segment for this episode, uh, the state of Florida sets the COVID-19 record for daily cases. Is playing football practical? And I touched on this a little bit in the first segment. Uh, No, it's not. I mean, you 15,000 cases in one day, mostly out of South Florida. Um. I don't know, man. I, I really don't think it's logical to play football um, or any sport. Um, you got out of all the states that the NBA could have done the bubble thing. Why not do it in the state that's that's trending down? You could have did it in New York City. Madison Square Garden. Plenty of hotels. Um, You're at the epicenter of the pandemic now. Or you could have done it in anywhere else. Maybe you could have did it in Canada. I don't know. Maybe Canada would have. Maybe you could have did it in Toronto. Um... But um, the government down in the state of Florida, man, they've got some work to do, to say the least. Um, I'm not going to turn this back into a political show. I I let COVID-19 take over this show for, what, three months, four months. I'm not going to do it again. But, I mean, it it is going to have an effect on sports. So I will speak on it from that perspective. And I, I really don't like to talk politics on this show, but I think when you talk about COVID-19 and some of the the decisions that have been made or not been made, you have to talk about politics a little bit. I'm I'm pretty much not affiliated with any political party because, like I like I've said before, it's basically choosing how you want to die, <laughs> slow or fast. Um. That's just my opinion on Republicans and Democrats. How fast do you want to die? And um, I think if this thing keeps surging like it is, I don't think playing sports is really a necessity or of importance. I think saving lives and getting these medical professionals the personal protective equipment that they need to save those lives is is uh you know cause number one so uh that's gonna conclude this episode i hope you enjoyed it it's available on youtube it's available on all podcast platforms thank you for listening please wear a mask please social distance please do your research on flu and respiratory like viruses and uh a new suggestion uh you know, do research on vitamins, man. Um, you know, I recommend 
uh, vitamin D, uh, vitamin C, vitamin A. Um, just do your research on that to uh, help keep your body at uh, peak condition on the inside. And uh, thank you for listening once again. And as always, go nose.